The Bunker Project is brought to you by Okanagan Springs Brewmaster Black Robust Chocolate Lager. Oh, you are just Ooh. smoothing all over that shit. It's awesome. The best Ooh. black <laughs> lager you will find in the world. Yeah, you know, it's like a dark beer that's like a lager. Go for it. That's a translation. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Bunker Show. This is Bunker Project, episode 130. Six, 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 six. We've got the bunker dance happening. Yeah, the bunker dancer chickies. Who have a very high social media rating, by the way. Nothing to do with their dance. All right, welcome back to another show. Today we're going to continue on our conversation about um, social media influence. How to build community and influence online. We got a podcasting question oh, from oh, oh, oh. Uh, one of our mavens. Let's talk about how to piss off a community too. That would be awesome, man. That would that be, be really easy for some people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bonnie, quit picking on me. But, uh, yeah, but it's so easy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> well, okay. So do you want to make that the question or is that just too easy to question? That's too easy. All right. We won't do that. No, I think that's well, good for people. Let's do a podcast relating question. All right. Cool. All right. What do you think? Yeah, oh. no, okay. Podcast or web show? Podcast and web show. Yeah. Oh, it's like another 45-minute roundtable coming no, up. No, we'll, we'll keep it but quick. They're, but they're full of information. They're full of something. Full of <laughs> we will keep it we'll, we'll A keep lot it of fiber, quick. mostly. Uh, <laughs> if you were going to do a podcast, or talk about the podcast that, you, um, that you're doing. And if you're not doing a podcast, if you were going to do a podcast, what or would a blog, it be? Or a blog. You could talk about your no, blog. No, no, no. Podcast or web show. Let's oh, just keep it yep. up. Let's yeah. be a prima donna. Okay. And we'll start with Byron. Dun, dun, dun. I've never done any of those things. Oh, but if did. you were going to do one, what yeah. would the topic what be? What would be the topic? Interior design? Yes, interior design. Color. Color. Yeah. Texture. And on Twitter, you Discolor. are? color. Oh, okay. Uh, Byro HLP. Cool. Byro. I mean, that's why he's a perfect color guy, because Byro in English, like England English, Isn't that doesn't pen? mean a pen. Yeah, he has a nice colored Byro. <laughs> okay. Whoa. Thank you. <laughs> Nervous. Okay, moving on. Another beer. Yeah, another. Uh, give he, uh, Bob a beer. Let him pass out. Okay. He fine. does. He does. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, I'm Marcel Lapointe, not currently on Twitter, taking a break. Um, right now, I've got the Crazy TV Talk podcast Yo. with Bob, which is crazy and about the TV. And we talk. And uh, yeah, I'm actually working on a, on a second podcasty thing that'll be me. So I guess I can't tell you what my dream podcast would be because I'm going to try and do it. Yeah, that's what we want to know. We want to hear about yeah, it. Yeah, come on. Well, tell us so we can steal it and do it before you. It's and then you'll So you're going to do, do, right do TV and, and movie He's review do show. He's going to serious. Kind of. Well, a little bit. I, I can still make jokes and stuff. But um, just a little bit more, you know, focused and, and intellectual. Not, I, I'm not intellectual though, so mm. it's just going to be something a little bit different, and hopefully it'll be fun. And hoping to launch in May uh, if I can get my shit together. So that's pretty sweet. So Bonnie, uh, last week, oh, also podcast and web show. Bonnie, Bonnie, last week she had an idea about uh, you know you could create a new Twitter handle, but you can still call it Crazy TV Talk as the. Uh, title. Oh yeah, that was a nice tip. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm just taking a bit of a break from Twitter. Okay. He is, he is, he yeah. is. is. All right. Hey, we have that comic book guy. And you know what you can tell he's a comic book guy? Because he has got Clark Kent glasses he on. He does. <laughs> In fact, he's got the same goddamn physique as Clark Kent. If he's like, he stripped down, the girls would faint, I bet. <laughs> this guy is buff. But anyways, he doesn't want to hear shit like that. So that's no. the <laughs> second guy that you've 
hit on tonight, Bob. <laughs> what the? It, it, it's, it's, a, it's a half moon gay thing, Bob, isn't Bob, it? Bob, am you I know? rubbing off on you, man? <laughs> I we, we've been doing this podcast for so long. Yeah, quit so. rubbing I know, Bob. I, I, hey, look at I. Okay. <laughs> Let's face it. No, I, rubbing I, off on him. That doesn't <laughs> oh, 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 it's because I'm so furry. It's the texture, man. It's the texture. <laughs> All right. So, TMI, uh, TMI. All right. All right. Well, um, I'll try to live up to the introduction. So, yeah, I am Bevan Thomas, uh, freelance multimedia writer and editor. Whoa. Uh, I uh, frequently participate in a podcast. It is The Panel. It is Cloudscape Comics, official comics podcast run by my friend Ed Appleby. And he brings in various um, comic book artists and writers to talk about various comic book things. And I'm one of the frequent participants. Excellent, nice. man. Excellent. Well, you yeah. should have us come on. We could talk about stuff that's totally not unrelated. Podcast, <laughs> oh, I've, I've read comic yeah. books before. They're yeah, fucking Bob, awesome, bother. man. No, Archie um, rules. Ar- Ar- that Ar- Veronica. <laughs> what a bitch. Get <laughs> <laughs> this guy off the oh, show. <laughs> Veronica is a bitch, but um, <laughs> seriously, um, are, are you a comic book writer or artist? And if this was covered in the past show, I'm sorry I wasn't here. Well, myself, uh, I am a writer. Uh, I write many things, including many comics. Um, Cloudscape Comics, we publish an anthology every year, and I'm a frequent participant. Actually, that's a question I've got. You know, you look at comic books, and it's like, okay, you've got a writer, and then you've got the artist. Though that's a collaboration. Are there very many writer artists combinations out there, or like like uh, Spiegelman, the, the the thing about the, the what's the art Spiegelman? Yeah, was he 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 did the writing and the comic yeah. books at the same time? Is that kind of rare? Well, um, with the um, independent artists, uh, it's pretty common that, that the same person will write and draw it. Often with kind of the big companies like Marvel and DC and stuff. More often, there'll be separate people. Mm. Though if it's a personal project, it's most often the same person doing the art and the writing. So uh, not necessarily. Like when I first was part of Cloudscape, most people were just artist writers. They did the whole project themselves. But since I showed up over the last couple of years, there's been more collaborations. Mm. So what about like, okay, the drawing, but what about the coloring? Because I've got like a two-year-old that can maybe... Do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, awesome with an awesome with an iPad. Just have to give him a limited uh, palette of Crayola. It's, it's a good idea because even if she doesn't color in the lines, you can be like, it's abstract, it's art, man. It's it's a new way of a comic. It's a he. Yeah, and then when people yeah. go to the art show and say, my two-year-old could do it, they say, ah, he was one, so fuck you. <laughs> uh, there, there's actually a, a documentary film about a, uh, a kid that made a bunch of awesome paintings. Uh, it's called My Kid Could Draw That, uh, or Paint That, I'm not sure. Oh, there's Good some, movie, good movie. There's well, some also prolific stuff. Well, there like actually it. is a popular comic right now in which it's drawn by an adult but written by a kid. Axe Cop? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Junga. Nice. Well done. All right, so that's enough cross-platform shit happening here. <laughs> let's let's talk Stuff to somebody that's that's grounded and in dealing the numbers, with reality. That's right yeah. in the numbers. Deals so. with Revenue Canada. I mean, you can't get more grounded than that. I don't know how real that is. Though. Oh, he's muted. Oh, I'm muted. Or no, uh, oh, did, uh, did we, you turn off your mic? Oh, yeah. I believe in you, Randall. You can do it, man. It's, it's a little switch there. How's that? Form ah, there we go. Yeah, we didn't have to send him a form, which is yeah. amazing. Okay. So, well, sorry, Randall, your on. Yeah, on the upper part of the numbers, mic, there's huh? a device. <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm Randall Orser at Number Crunchers. Hey, dude. Yeah, I work with numbers in the real world. 
So uh, CRA, which is always fun. If you did a podcast, what would you do? What would I do? I don't know. Maybe we could do something about like CRA flops or something. Yeah, you could do uh, yeah, great yeah. embezzlers. Yeah, great yeah. embezzlers. <laughs> you know, in the history of embezzling. <laughs> tax, you know, tax Havens and, 101. And, <laughs> how, and how I wouldn't have made that mistake. <laughs> Who was that guy that wrote the book, uh, 10 Things Revenue Canada Doesn't Want You to oh, Know? Oh, I can't remember his name. Yeah. But yeah, you could do a podcast like that. Yeah. Kind exactly. of the same, uh, same in the spirit of that. You might book. want to do it under an you know. Assume yeah. name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. Uh, I think you should blast his name all over try the Try and get a couple of the, maybe get the director of CRA to come on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And yeah. then ask him a really embarrassing question. No, you, you want to yeah. you yeah. get some ex CRA employees. Oh, yeah. they to are blow the whistle. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, how many times did you cheat when you were CRA? Oh my God, are you kidding? <laughs> we did it all the time. We had a pool. How many times did you moonlight too? Oh, You're not allowed to moonlight. Aren't you? Not not as CRA. But, no. Well, you know that's not doing can- taxes. Well, stuff. it's because of Canada and their pornography thing. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sorry. What? Sorry. Sorry. I, I was thinking the wrong type of moon. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking customs, you know, bringing all that bad porn that you do. Right? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. But it's on a little thumb drive. So, you know, how can they complain? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little thumb drive. Is, is there, that what you're saying? <laughs> is there such well, a thing as. Like is, a penis, is, is it that enough to make them complain? <laughs> my penis drive here has got porn on it. <laughs> is there such a thing as bad porn insurance? <laughs> oh, let's ask the insurance maven. Yeah. Can I can I get us some bad That's like insurance? saying is there insurance against bad taste? No. <laughs> man, man. I know be. Lloyds of London. <laughs> I didn't they even do think lots of tasteless stuff, them. don't they? No? no. Okay, fine. Uh, Ridiculous, not tasteless. There's a difference. So, shall I do the saran wrap thing to piss you off? <laughs> <laughs> not if you like, don't want me to hit you later. All right, I, I won't say, I won't mention it then. Yes. Anyway, Reynolds wrap. She yeah. Reynolds uh, rap. You, like Reynolds that. rap you your wrist and give you peace of mind. You, you don't like that tagline anymore. Saran wrap. Yeah. It's like you already. You, you already. You already <laughs> I've blew it. it. I've destroyed it for you. I Bob's just stuck on this sex thing. I don't. Like, yeah. Wow. Okay, Bob. Sex. I know saran wrap. Now I'm scared. Like she wraps herself up. <laughs> all right. All right. So, and by the way, so, this is a show too for so, everybody. Yeah. So podcasts. So. Um, this is the only podcast I participate in, but I do participate in two webcasts. Oh. One with Miss. Forbes Maven here, mm-hmm. Women Talking Tech, which we have a lot of fun doing, and we're getting some great guests on, and probably now All we're going to be able though. to get some better guests. So now I have to say, yeah, they are so fun. that it's not too hard to turn a web show into a podcast. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll maybe do that someday. You yeah. might as well, because you'd, then you'd have another audience in iTunes and uh, all the other... Uh, That's true. Yeah. We'll have to do that. And I also have another one with the mortgage broker that we call To Finance and Protect. You could yeah. leverage your dun, content. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, Mar- Margaret, it's, it's very easy to do. I could teach you, and I don't know anything. You could learn that lickety-split. Legit. Okay, Marcel, I'll have you over. You could teach me. Lickety-split. He could. He could. He's got the lickety-split. I'll, I'll buy wine. The lickety-split. Oh, never mind. I'm Sold. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was not sold before the wine. Uh, we got I, actually, I know how to make a really mean martini. Oh, yeah. She just but throws you have it to, at you. You have to show me how to do this all before I make the martini. <laughs> <laughs> I know you were cheap drunk. <laughs> oh, we, we couldn't do it if we did it after. Uh, that would be great. I'd, I'd engineer that show big time. 
Anyway, what was it? Was there anything else I was supposed to say? No, you, you totally. Yeah, I ruined. Yeah, 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 I ruined. Well, you're already doing a show. You're doing. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm doing two shows. I'm part of this show. I co-hosted once when Bob didn't show up, so there. Well, I was drunk. Was I? Or was I high? He was. Yeah. I was now, having. If HIV that was tests. the case, I'd be co-hosting more often. That would never stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was having blood tests done. No DNA, something like that. I don't know. I'd lost an arm. Anyway, so yeah, two webcasts. Soon, soon to become podcasts, and we're gonna become famous on iTunes because you know we're gonna just we're just you know I'm just gonna be riding on the coattails of Miss Famous Forbes. Oh, (laughs) okay. Speaking of famous um, inlets, sorry, Fords, Fjords, (laughs) no Forbes, (laughs) Forbes. 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 Uh, Forbes. Forbes. Really? Forbes. Yeah, it's I'm that car company? There's a B. <laughs> yes. So she's the best communicator for Ford USA or Canada? Uh, Ford? At least he didn't mess up your tank. Yeah, I wasn't the one that put those stupid women in the trunk of that Ford. Oh. oh man. Although that some of those been... women belong in a trunk, but anyway. Yeah, let's not even go there. Uh, <laughs> so Bonnie was listed top t- in the top 20 women. In social media. Yeah, so now they're and famous. Top in the, in top the 50 world. In and the top world. 50 at Overall. number 28. 50 in the world. Number 28 and number yeah. 15. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Just and in case you didn't She was also celebrity. approached by Microsoft mm-hmm. to be a kind of a brand ambassador. A ju- right? Yeah, a, yeah. Um, a judge for really? their. Really? Yeah. Yep. Uh, for May and June. Nice. She's cool. getting cool toys, too. I bet she does. Wow. Gear. Gear. Yes. Wow. Gear getting, toys. Gear. What's, what's, what's the coolest toy they've given you so far? They haven't given Surface? me anything yet. It hasn't arrived. No, I wish. Oh, okay. Okay, no, if I'm you could get any broke. toy, I, 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 let me preface that. If you could get any company in the world to give you a toy, which toy would you like the most? Is this a question you want to ask? I know. Yeah. I totally want you to want ask. It's show Bob. two. I totally it, want the answer. This is a technology question. I, oh, no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a... I think it's a... It could be a personal question. Does it need batteries? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all Everything we need. Needs Starts batteries. with the D words. Yeah. I can't make up my mind between a Galaxy Note 2 and one of the new Asus tablets. Galaxy Note 2, go for it. It's so good. Oh, oh. look at that. There we go. That, that's a Google, uh, Google okay. Plus well, pointer. Yeah. So I won't sell my soul for three years to a cell phone <laughs> company. Um, I have to pay sort of full retail or go out on Craigslist. All so, right. But I'm thinking Note 2 because or, of that. Or uh, suck r- up to Samsung and go, hey, well, <laughs> Ooh, give me a Note fucking Samsung yeah. if you're listening. Yeah, this is who I am. Send me a review unit. <laughs> For those that, right, like that I can keep. Ooh. Well, yeah. well yeah, just get I'd review unit. <laughs> oh, you know, you should talk about review unit insurance. There you go. <laughs> oh, I dropped it again. $1,500. Going to smack you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think right. it would be between those. There's lots of other toys, but those are probably... And would uh, you do a podcast about that? Oof. Oh. Are you, if they, Is that yes or no? Are kidding? I would, I would blog. I would you know, oh, stand so on top of a building for But that. you wouldn't tweet, would you? Of because course I would. Oh, okay. I'm just such a whore. I do. Out of sound. Here we are. You heard it here first. <laughs> I've uh, always and been. And if there was any doubt, listen to show 134. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, so. We got the Connect fan. No, nope, we've got the uh, safety bag fan. <laughs> Lung bag. What is a safety bag? Well, you're you're the about to find out. I tell you, this guy. Bag. All right. There would no. be thousands of dead Canadians without this guy. I tell you, thousands of them. Well, it's uh, by day I work in a factory mm-hmm. that makes bags. Yes, industrial strength. 
Uh, industrial right. filter bags. Uh, Sexy industrial so, so filter bags. So they save bags. people by cleaning the air. Yep. And because WorkSafe BC says they have, the companies have to. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Yeah. So, hey, so. so basically, you're, you're suckling on the, uh, the uh, what is it, the government, government teat? Uh, teat. Thank you very much. Uh, no, our clients are. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but you, know. you heard it here first, <laughs> folks. <laughs> but essentially, essentially, we make stuff people need. So yeah. Excellent. By day, that's what I do. And the government forces them to need it. Uh, yes, yes, very much so. So basically what you're saying is a conspiracy. Uh, I, I'd stop short of that, you know, maybe uh, uh, some, sort of, some sort of like... Socialist... Uh, cooperation. Co- there's, there's cooperation going on between different, different interested parties who have... It's a- the filter bag industrial complex. Oh, yes! Oh. Bajinga! All right, fine, all right, we'll go there. Yeah. So if you had a podcast, what would you do? Something to... to Counter these uh, accusations, yeah. maybe? No, or? God, no. I hate working with filter bags. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's a no, family business. Yeah, I am the real one. Yeah, it's a family company. Oh, uh, good. 23 so years. So yeah. can't you are him. in trouble with dad. That's all I can do. <laughs> Son, yeah. I was listening to the Bunker Show the other day. Mm. <laughs> that Bob's great, but you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, um, no, if I had to do a podcast, it'd be an outdoorsy-related podcast. Uh, Hiking or just Well, I'm, I've done a lot of out like. We very recently done some really crazy outdoor stuff. Like two years ago, September 2011, I cycled from here to San Francisco, basically on a whim by myself. Wow. That's yeah. a type of bike, right? Uh, it's, bicy- it's really light. It's got some great components, about 1500 bucks. Yeah. It actually whim. was 1500 bucks. Uh, <laughs> it's got the, uh, yeah, I just had the, ba- I just lived on my bike for 20 days, basically. Wow. Awesome, man. That was kind of random. And so it took you 20 you did, days. You yeah. did the Oregon coast, right? Finally. Yes. Oh, that's From here nice. to what? What time of year? September? September. Oh, so you have the storms and everything? No, actually, no I was very waves? lucky. A couple of days, it looked like it might rain, mm-hmm. but it actually, there were, I didn't encounter any full-on days of Amazing rain. Amazing waves. I've, and that would, I would say, a big shout-out. Anybody lives on the West Coast, if you have not done that trip in an open car, on a bike, yeah. or on a motorcycle, yeah. you have not lived. I, I will say, skip Washington. Washington... If you're doing by bike, it's uh, kind of hard to skip Washington. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like skip the scenic part of Washington. Just drive through oh, it or okay, train okay. past as, it, and as, start in Oregon if you're cycling, because Washington is lonely and mountainous. Yeah, you State can take park. a train through it. Yeah, yeah a lot of people trained to Portland and just started from there. Much so. much uh, better angle. Yeah, very nice. Seaside, the seaside yeah. is nice. Yeah, and it is. Seaside, yeah. And uh, last year I did the West Coast Trail by myself. That was fun. Whoa, Whoa. by yourself? That's yeah, six days. Seven days. Wow. So Bob's got a, a blog uh, or a website called speedhikers.com. Oh, wow. And yeah. they do, uh, him and his friend, they do uh, hikes oh. really fast. Oh, yeah. We speed. hike all the time. Oh, wow. Cool. And, and snowshoe, too. Okay. Yeah. I snowshoe, too. Uh, but here's the thing with me. I don't, I'm not a light hiker. I'm not a, th- uh, you know, minimalist hiker. Yeah. You don't like, talk when you hike, do you? Uh, no, I, I like being with people, but I like bringing my gear outdoors. Mm. Like I bought this camera specifically because it was weather sealed. The camera I brought with me. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, who who's that? Uh, who's the photo guy that used to hang in here? The giant camera maven. Yeah, well, well, Jason, 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 Jason guy from Calgary, very yeah. cool guy. We'll connect you to. Oh, well. he's an awesome guy. He has yeah. these big bulky cameras. He'd be so jealous of your camera. Yeah. Is blue. But uh, no, it'd be about like just bringing gear in the outdoors and like you know, mm. there's some people out there who are like don't bring your technology out there or you're ruining the. Environment, oh, whatever, you're blah, kidding? Blah. No, yeah, like if I want to watch a movie in the middle of the forest, I'm gonna watch a movie. Like, you're not stopping me, you know. Like, well, I mean, that's why I bring. I have a huge backpack. He's like, how many days you been out? He's like, I'm not on a six-hour hike, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I got my wine, I got my bong, I, you know, I got my phone, I got my satellite uplink, you know, my battery pack, you know. Yeah, exactly. So you need that all shit. the survival gear. Yeah, it'd yeah. be a, oh, lots of that's toys. Bob's survival. You never know who you're gonna run so into. Do, do, do you have a solar charging backpack? 
Uh, no, I just have a solar thing that I can bring out, yeah. which is Ooh. funny because the feature of it is like you can use a pencil to prop it up. So I bring a pencil as well on my back, which has come in handy when writing notes when I was, you know. Mm-hmm. You know pens don't work? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Or, yeah. Pens aren't cool. Or biros? Oh, a color biro to oh, bring bad. it all around. Whoa, no. this is a, such a secular show. Thank you. All right. Is that the wrong word? <laughs> was, was, was I using secular? Circular. Circular. Secular. That's something to do should, with should some Should we keep uh, going option? on the round table? <laughs> yeah, it's a round yeah. table. Sure. We don't let's let's make this show political. All right, dude. Okay. Hey, I'm... Comment, J- baby. Comment. Yeah, I, I'm JJ McCullough. So I'm a columnist with the Huffington Post Canada. I'm also a political cartoonist with my own site. And uh, there was a time, actually, when I was doing a podcast uh, on politics. Uh, I had uh, one of my old American friends in Missouri, mm-hmm. and him and I would do oh, a podcast nice. every uh, every week, and we would talk about half of it would be about Canadian things, and half of it would be about American things. I like how, a, uh, you, you definitely say a boot. A boot. Like a yeah. Canadian. Out and, uh, in a boot. In a, in I'm, a, a, I'm, a, I'm a good Canadian. I'm like, you guys. You sell outs with your about. And <laughs> <laughs> let's that, go around. That's like Canadian. <laughs> that's East Coast Canada. Obviously, you're not a true west coast so what is a what is <laughs> oh, i don't know how else do you say like that you have to be well a ruined right like a well, ruined are well, you kidding no, no, no. me well, and, like, and tomato and tomato well like when you say like let's not go that way let's take the shorter root root, root right root is the same way americans route. say route right uh, who says yeah. route? Route? well, well anyway. if you're a carpenter i was routing a lot today <laughs> 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 Wrong, Bobby would say, I was totally using the router. Totally. <laughs> I routed her big time. Hey, let's not get rowdy. But, it, 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 but anyway, like, it, it, was a, it, was a, it was a fun podcast. I had a lot of fun doing it because my, my, uh, my co-host, Jake, like, he was sort of a rare American in that he was as well-versed in Canadian politics as I'm versed in American politics. So we oh, could cool. kind of have this cool kind of continental banter, which is really quite rare. I mean, like, there's a lot of podcasts about American politics. There's not yeah. very many podcasts so about Canadian politics. Were you both conservatives or did you? have the liberal he, he's more he's more, definitely more liberal than I am yes okay but we, so you we, had that aspect going we had too. that aspect so he had too. guns right I, of course yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, always, it always just came to the second amendment yeah no. So but, I'm gonna uh, shoot my gun now kaboom <laughs> I, I, no, uh, I have a possibly dumb question um, you're Canadian right I am yes okay and you cover American politics and your podcast partner covers uh, Canadian no 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 it was just kind of like the basic <laughs> the basic like you know, on my site like uh, and in my writing I do Canadian and American what stuff filibuster cartoons.com and uh <laughs> well, and so in, by the way that was his uh his his agent yes yeah, so, <laughs> i brought my agent with me no but like so on the podcast basically like we would we would each bring two stories so there'd be two american stories and two canadian stories and then we would sort of engage with them and, and sort of like the the conceit of the thing would be sort of like hey jake what's going on in america and he'd be like well jj blah 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 what's going on in canada and then so and then we were both well versed in enough enough in each other's you know so it was a of, comedy show <laughs> the, co- the comedy was incidental, but uh, but no, it, it was a really kind of like f- our show. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, it was a lot of fun, and and it, and I thought that that was a really good conceit because my readership of my website, even though I do a lot of cartoons and a lot of essays about Canadian politics, my readership is mostly Americans who just are interested in Canada, mm. and such people do exist, and there are. There are lots of American people that are just interested in, in learning more about the, the politics of other countries, and that was sort of my audience, and so our podcast was very much geared towards that kind of so scene. So my question is, so why did the why is it a past tense podcast? Well, it's kind of personal. Jake had some stuff and couldn't continue doing it, and mm-hmm. you know he was a real sort of rare talent, and 
and I haven't really found a person, and I've tried, like I've tried, because I, I really want it to be like a joint Canadian-US kind of thing. The Can-Am. Can-Am, so, yeah. Why don't you do a shout out? I Because we have a lot of American listeners. I do, I do. And I, I've thought four. about doing it now, but mm-hmm. I'm, what say? What? Well, I said at least four. It was just yeah, at least four. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, so, I don't know. It's like, honestly, when I did it too, I wasn't doing as much stuff as I'm doing now. Now I'm doing TV commentary a lot mm. as well, and I feel like that sort of satisfies my need to loudly say things about politics. <laughs> just a slash it's and kind, burn, basically. It's kind of yeah. a, um, an ironic twist that the Canadian on there was more right wing and the American yeah. more left wing. <laughs> no, totally. that, that, that's, and that's fun as well. Like, I'm, I'm very big into sort of, sort of getting beyond these kind of cliched stereotypes about what you know what an American is supposed to be like and what a Canadian is supposed to be like it's, oh uh, I get a big question yeah a- so, so a boot. exactly <laughs> so, th- this is kind of a bias from one of my other shows but you know based on the on, on your your attitude and baiting stuff like that what do you think is the, the a good show for Canadians to watch as far to, to learn about Americans because you know we 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 have no American TV up here, so yeah, if you were, I, I know I, it can be a re, it can be a real challenge if, to if get we were, exposed to Cana- yeah, American so content. If we were going to pirate a show, we're, we're, download it from some some some. You know, so, well, some, if we're that, talking about if we're talking about podcasts, I'm really very fond of the NPR It's All Politics podcast. Ah. That's a really brilliant, really well done podcast. Those guys like it's just so tight and so well done, and they're not they're not really overtly partisan at all. Like they just really engage with the with the stories in a very sort of neutral, very fun. They have a kind of like old timey like vaudeville where they're doing lots of corny puns and this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, they'd be perfect for this show. Absolutely. I really love my other my other big favorite is the Slate uh, Political Gab Fest. That's a fantastic podcast as well. Really well done. Really tightly edited. They have three topics every day. They've got a, a woman who's just a brilliant uh, legal mind so she always brings this great sort of legal perspective. They've got a guy who's a big time you know uh, Beltway reporter and then they got the editor of Slate who's just kind of this irreverent oh, yeah. sort of host. It's, it's a fantastic podcast. If you want to learn more about American politics those two are a good place to start. So what's the Canadian cool. version? There isn't there isn't really a good CBC, Canadian podcast. Maybe? No, God, no. No! <laughs> no there's, a, there's a hole in the market. You should fill that hole. Well, I, I'd like to. I mean, and I feel like this is definitely a project that I sort of have aspirations of. So doing let's someday. do the bunker cool. political panel. That would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be We're drinking yeah, beer. You know, everybody can talk about their beer and politics. It'd be awesome. Yeah. And so, their hockey teams. So, as a Canadian so. political commentator that comments on both Canada and the U.S. in mm-hmm. the U.S., it's big issue with gun control right now. Where do you stand on that? Well, I, you know, this is this is uh, obviously a, a rather sensitive issue considering, you know, sort of what what's happened recently. I just I very much believe that if you're going to have gun control, it has to be factually based. You have to have a sense that what we are bringing, the kind of legislation that we're bringing for, has a proven track record of success in lowering the kinds of, you know, deaths and, and problems that we're trying to address. I don't believe in passing legislation just because it gives us the warm fuzzies or just because, you know, it, it satisfies some emotional But also need. now with 3D printers, you can just print a gun, right? Well, absolutely, <laughs> right? <laughs> this is the, these are complicated issues. My... my my point is just that, like, there's often when when tragedy strikes, you know, there's always an emotional, Came an emotional back, response yeah. and, and a desire to like, well, we have to get something passed. We just have to, you know, Which pass gun control. Ridiculous. You know, it's very reactionary, right? And I think, you know, in my experience from the from the data that I've looked at, some of these gun control laws do not actually have the demonstrable sort of uh, result that they're supposed to. They're laws that are passed for, you know, basically for political ideological reasons, not because they have a track record of success. Well, the, I, I class those as, as fear laws, like that. Like that it. The populace becomes fearful, they become ignorant, and say, like, just fix it, goddammit, so I can relax. And then a bunch of 
BS gets passed into law. That's well, I, I don't think it would reduce the the amount of guns that. Well, it probably would, but not to the to the degree that they're talking about. Reduce the amount of guns that criminals have because they'll always be able to get guns. Yeah. But kids that accidentally shoot themselves because the gun is there. I mean, that's going to be reduced for sure if there's less guns available. If but, not just there. Okay, I'm going to jump in. Add a girl, buddy. Add a girl. Ignorance. Mm. First of all, criminals, uh, they'll shoot you because they want what you've got or they shoot each other. The kind of people that are, you know, going into uh, schools and killing kids and those aren't criminals. There's nuts. And the, the, what... The people who defend, and I'm going to be, say, a real generalization. I know I am. The people who defend, I can have 25 guns if I feel like it, are the people that have a point of view that allows these fringe element people that gives them uh, permission to go out and shoot all those people because they're defending that point of view. Yeah, but it's a different culture up here than down there. Oh, no, absolutely. Like in, and as a Canadian... Well, we've got to defend ourselves from Like in Texas, uh, there's a big if someone steps here. on your property, you, you have the right to shoot them. Come on in, dude. Oh, I don't have any trouble... No, I do have a trouble <laughs> shooting mooses, but... <laughs> but, I mean, I feel strongly about this. I mean, it may be ignorant, but nevertheless, I do. I think it's... Somebody thinks it's okay to shoot people. Yeah. Right, I mean, they wouldn't go and do it if they didn't think it was okay that it was. But what about right shooting? What about shooting people that are really do really stupid things on social media? Oh shit! <laughs> are you kidding? Get, get me a gun! <laughs> get me the biggest bazooka! <laughs> I uh, can I ask one more hot button political question, which uh, might be slightly better than the bunker project trying to take on gun control? <laughs> what is it? No. <laughs> All right, so I asked this to the last guy who had political leanings, uh, who I talked to on a podcast, and, you know, I have to ask just because I have to, and I'll die if I don't, and I'm so sorry, but, uh, dude, you write for politics and stuff, about politics, that is, um, what is your stance on, you know, if I were to go, like, get gay married, uh, what's your stance on that? Is that cool, not cool? Well, I happen to be a gay myself, so I'm generally in favor of that. Um, oh, wow. just, just <laughs> a gay right-wing conservative. Yeah, who's Whoa. also from Canada, so yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> See, what would be amazing is oh, if you were like, oh, I'm gay, but I'm conservative, so I don't really support it. That would be amazing. No, I mean, well, I, 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 did, I did have sort of complicated views on it, because, like, I think that when you're a gay conservative, you tend to be a sort of, you know, contrarian sort of person, right? And so I feel like there was a time in which you'd, I, I may have been, you know, more ambivalent about gay marriage than I am now, but I definitely feel like now there just is no case against it. Like, I'm, I'm very big into, like, the idea that people in general should get married, and I think it's important for heterosexuals to get married, too, and I believe that, you know, a child should grow up in, like, a, in a family where there's two parents, if at all possible. But at the same time, I totally understand that, like, you know, two guys should get married, two women should get married. I mean, the family structure is very important. And, and, and so I've come to lo- now understand that, you know, gay marriage is very much a part of a sort of larger pro-family conservative, you know, sort of bourgeois values agenda that I pr- support overall. And I think that when conservatives make this argument that, you know, two guys getting married in a monogamous sort of committed uh, relationship, that this is somehow subverting the family unit, like that just doesn't make any sense Okay, so that was totally the opposite answer I thought I was going to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think that that's kind of, I think the big problem of partisanship is that, you know, left and right, they often, it's about, 
numerous, I guess, policies or beliefs being connected together that really don't have anything in common with each other. Yeah, well, like, I mean, I, I predict within 20 years, like, this will... Actually, there was, <laughs> there was a good line that sort of said, like, within, within 10 years, conservatives will, like, uh, up, uh, support gay marriage. Within 20 years, conservatives will claim to have thought it up, right? <laughs> like, this is just the way the winds are blowing on this issue. So, I mean, it's, it's really not worth debating, I feel, in any great detail. And uh, as a completely uh, relevant follow-up question, um, when you're on the TV, do you say a boot? Well, I mean, this is how I talk, right? <laughs> 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 no, I, I have to make sure. All right, Just so uh, we've, got a, so, we've got a couple more people on, on the Hangout. So we've got to yeah, let's, conti uh, continue the roundtable because we're only 30 minutes into the show on our five-minute yeah. roundtable. <laughs> <laughs> so Ken, let's get Ken. Ken, what's up? Oh, yes. Okay, I'll be brief. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Uh, no, yeah, Ken McGrath. Um, at uh, Ken AMCG uh, on Twitter. And uh, I, I do a podcast called uh, iCamCast, which is a podcast about uh, a boot. A boot. A boot. Uh, it's, it's, it, it's, it's about broadca how broadcasting in the internet are kind of getting fused together mm. and and they're getting so close i mean all all of the the digital is is now in uh, totally integrated into television and it wouldn't take it, it doesn't take much for for all of that to to just appear on the internet well did so you do a podcast the, the other the, day about uh unplugging from the from the from the what, what the hell did you call it uh cutting the cord yeah cutting the cord uh, yeah, from from cable. Although uh, TV's kind of going through a, a bit of a rough patch uh, yeah. be, because of the internet. Uh, well, so everybody thinks, mm. but uh, TV still holds almost seventy percent of the advertising uh, as compared to cable, or more than seventy percent of the advertising compared to 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 the internet. So. They're really not in jeopardy. Uh, I guess it's just because many advertisers though? are are comfortable with TV and they they don't know a damn thing about internet advertising. Yeah, but the, but but, but uh, that uh, should start to change. But now that uh, something called DTV is yeah, around, that's what I talked about with Ken on his last podcast. Yeah, the yes, DTV that that'll right. be out soon. Yeah, so that's and gonna, uh, it uh, but, D for devastation. Uh, digital television. <laughs> I, I mean, you'll be able to watch live TV on your phone without using and your data. Plan. Arrow just got uh, just got upheld. Uh, uh, CBS, NBC, and uh, um, the other one, ABC, mm. uh, tried to take someone to court for rebroadcasting their signals, and they lost. And they lost. Yeah, the the big ones lost because yep. it was so, uh, because I'm, it was like I'm a bit torn. Honestly, story. reassured by that. Yeah, well, it's that, it's very interesting. I mean, the, the things that are going on now is people. I every day I'm chatting with people. It's like, what what's your setup, Bob? And said, well, I don't have a cable. I just have as big a bandwidth as possible. I'll pay seventy, eighty, ninety, hundred and ten bucks for ridiculous bandwidth because everything I do is through the internet. And the, the other three people in my household are on the net all the time, and I have to have yeah. massive bandwidth. So, yeah, I, I'd rather spend the money on the bandwidth than on a bunch of crappy cable stuff that really gives me zero entertainment. I mean, you, you, these days you can get base cable, and, and, uh, uh, and if you're connected, you can get everything else. Yep. Yeah, you don't even need base cable. Yeah. Really? Well, really, you don't. true. Well, I, I find it a little can... a little difficult to to get local news. Well, that's uh, what CBC Radio have, is for. It's like, it wakes me up at seven in the morning. I get the at seven to seven ten. I'm done for the day. Oh yeah, that's what they were talking about yesterday. Bye. So and uh, then, uh, there, there's no BitTorrents for local news. Oh, there are. 
Well, you don't have to have BitTorrent. You, you just go to CBC and download. Any, all their shows are streamed, man, so you can download whatever you want. And there is, I must say, CBC has killer, killer content. I mean, they've got some of the best interviewers around. It's, it's amazing. But they hey, do. That, that's, that's, that's a corporate-sponsored machine that creates great content, and I think that's a dying breed. I think you're going to have these independents and, and guys like uh, Gian Gimessi and, and whatever. You'll, in 10 years George. or 15 years, and, and George, and 20 years, uh, those guys were guys that come up through the ranks of the internet and nothing to do with the, the, the corporate structure. Sad right. but true. They, they, yeah, Gian Gomeshi is a is a great example of that. He's he, he's a just a wonderful interviewer. Yeah, but and he does. George George is right there too. Yeah, but you look what he's doing at CBC. He's got like four high def cameras. He's he's doing that. It's basically what we do. Um, yes. And and he's blasting stuff out. He's on the internet. He's tweeting. And, you know, he gets it. Yeah, but you get everything in a podcast off CBC. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Anyways, so Ken. Yes. Do you know a thing or two about TV? You sort of sound like maybe you're Oh, an he knows expert. it all. Well, yeah, but I've only I've been doing it for a couple of years, 36 or so. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, you were telling me about how how everybody's automated and CTV's the only one that hasn't automated. That's uh, right. Well, yeah, CTV and and uh City as well. But uh a global and uh global and a um uh, um, uh, <laughs> uh, CBC, of course. Yeah. They they they're both their news programs are totally automated. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a crew of three doing the show. Compared to how many people? Uh, compared to twelve to fifteen. All right. Normally. So completely automated. Like I've been in those studios. It's weird. You got yeah. like the newscasters, and there's nobody in the studio, and there's these cameras, and they're moving. These cameras are moving around. You yeah. go and you go and into the, the audio the software, and the audio. But, this patch board is moving automatically. It's like ghosts. It's weird. But the and uh, but the the funniest thing is that the the uh, the studio is nothing but a green screen, and yeah. but when the cameras move, the 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 background is a wall. It becomes a wall, and uh, it moves the way it should, as if it were a wall. So yeah. the 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 software that they're using is is. Uh, un unbelievable and and yeah. it controls everything from uh, lighting to audio to you name it yeah. you can control it all from one position yeah well you preset it, it and there it goes well the, th the whole thing is like classic news tv is formulaic you do this you hit your numbers do, do, do. and then in the old days i mean you have a bunch of you know 15 20 30 people sweating out it's like boom hit you hit, hit your marks boom 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 and if you have something that's that automated it's very easy to program it is. You know, it's and, just and humans doing... As, as, uh, I remember as long the, as the humans the, behave. Well, that's why they got rid <laughs> but of it. I, I remember the film <laughs> days as well, where we had film running and, and uh, what they were called, uh, two audio tracks uh, running on, on each film. Uh, they were called Magnatex. Mm. And you had to actually mix the film, uh, mix the film story live to the show. Wow. So, you know, it was a lot more complicated back then and everything just gotten a lot simpler. All right, so we have one more guest here on, she's been very patient, Denise. Hello, tell us, everybody. How tell are us, you? I'm good. good. And tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, uh, well, I am a business blogger, and I have a travel agent business. I set people up with home businesses with uh, Pro Travel, and I also lend my voice to anyone who needs a business audio or some kind of voice work done. 
But I've never done a podcast. Uh, so if you had a podcast, what would you talk about? I would uh, do something that I think would be really fun. I've been sitting here thinking about it while you guys were talking. <laughs> or blabbing oh. is probably, I wouldn't call that talking. That's Very okay, polite. we don't pay attention either. <laughs> uh, I think it would be really fun to uh, interview people from different cultures uh, and compare different Yay. points of view on social etiquette and cultural norms. James. And hopefully that would involve traveling around a little bit too. I think it could be actually quite fun. A live podcast is actually uh, uh, something that I, I don't know if it's being done, uh, you know, to, know, to go to a location and actually record an interview and turn that into a podcast. I'm not... Uh, Andrew Hoffman, uh, you, you listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Do a lot of people do that, or is most of it studio-based so far? It's a, com a combination of both. Some people do uh, studio-based, and then when they're, say, at, like, Blog World or Mumity Expo, they'll bring their digital recorder, and they'll record uh, an uh, interview just on the fly. And then you'll get all the background uh, kind of ambiance in the, in the show as well, which mm -hmm. is a good thing. Uh, noise... Background noise in a studio environment is a bad thing, but in a, right. in, in a when you're out and about and you're and you're in a physical location that you're supposed to be in, it's a, it's actually it just a good seems thing. natural. Yeah, it's a good thing to have the the uh, the then people know thing. you're you're actually uh, you're at the, in the location. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. It, it adds yeah. And I think the people you're interviewing and talking to would feel really comfortable. Yeah, so you could do a combination of both. You could do your intro in your studio setting, and then say, and "Now I'm going to go live to." Yeah, do a combination of things. South by Maybe Southwest sometimes bring people in and, and yeah. go out. But just the getting different perspectives and, and seeing how pe people do things differently in different cultures, um, uh, I mean, I think it could it could lend itself to other things too, obviously more visual things, but um, I think it would be fun. Cool. All right, that wraps up a roundtable, except wait, we got two wait, new wait, guests. Two, guests. two wait, new guests. Three new guests. Three. Oh, we've got somebody behind the pole here. All right. Can I can I just say thanks a lot and nice to meet you guys? But I actually do have another commitment that I have to get to. Sure, we'll come so, back again. I, thanks Bye for the invite, me. Bob. Thanks for the invite. Nice to meet you guys, Ken Bye, and everybody. Come back. Bye. Okay. All right. So we got the guy behind the pole here. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Polish guy. Put James on. Put James on. No, no. Go ahead. Go. So uh, if you had a podcast, what's your name, your name and your Twitter handle, if you want to give that out, and what, if you had a podcast, what would it be? I can't hear you. Is Matt? I can't hear On the mic, on the mic. Could you repeat the question? If you, uh, if you had a podcast, yeah. what would you do a show on, like a web show or a podcast, what would it be about? That's a good question. I haven't really thought about it. So what do, you, what's your, what do you really get excited about when you talk about something? Like what's your passion? What's your, what's your hobby that you... Uh, I do like to talk about politics sometimes. Ah, wow, wow this is the politics show. Wow. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so you would do a show on politics. Are you American? Actually, no, I'm not. What do you think of... Well, then that won't work for... What do you think of Mr. Trudeau? Are you for him or against him? Go, Trudeau! <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not for him or against him, but he's probably going to do well because of... Uh, his father was so you're not for him or against him you're not going to do well in political commentary <laughs> <laughs> you got to take a stand hey any guy any guy that'll fight a writer about what he says about him in a boxing ring for charity gets my <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, are you saying uve ball would get your vote 
because he challenged all the critics and said his movies are garbage. I think that's ballsy as boxing fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, ballsy. Although, to be fair, Uwe Ball would get my vote because the world would not be the same without him. But uh, never mind. Shut up, James. All right. So we got James <laughs> Karg in the house. He's the gaming maven. What's up? Yeah. So what, uh, if you were going to do a podcast, what would it be about? I, I know it's going to be about games. No, cause. actually, I don't think it would be about games. Startups. Uh, Startups. It would be about My Little Pony and <laughs> <laughs> rainbows and uh, unicorns. You're unicorns, such yeah. a liar. Yeah. No, I'd probably do a podcast about uh, drinking black beer and social media and tech. That's bunker. How about oh, <laughs> shit. That's right. So how about, uh, why don't you do a webcast about, uh, oh, I don't know, doing dishes? Oh, yeah. Actually, that was one of my first shows. I actually did was uh, was I did one about doing dishes. What I plus yeah. How how about one uh, maybe about being a puppet? Oh, I yeah yeah. That Bonnie's was the best right. One. So yeah, that was actually my most popular one. Was when I was using uh, Cookie Monster to go terrorize <laughs> yeah. people on airtime. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, that would have been a good one for Cookie Monster. What do you think of Dudo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These go- go- cookies, go- <clears throat> These cookies are good, Dudo. He gets my vote. You know, I- Cookie Monster is actually French. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think that would be my. Okay, podcast. I'm pretty impressed. Cookie Monster with a French accent. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, cookie Monster is in all languages. Kind of sounds like Eric, though. Yeah, well, hello, <laughs> this is Eric Steinberg from Not Wix. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'd probably do something about games. Cookie Mo- I, I'd probably just be an asshole. <laughs> and <laughs> you do really that well. That. Yeah. 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 Would, that would just be the podcast. It would be like, yeah. we're going to talk about whatever that I find interesting. So. I'm going to do a rant now. <laughs> yeah, rant. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so we've got another guest here today. Yeah. Hi. And uh, you your name and Twitter, if you have one. And uh, my name is Elena Sabarova, S A B O U R O V A. Oh wow! Thank you. And on Twitter, and I'm on Twitter, Elena Sabarova. Nice. And if you were to do a podcast, what would the topic be? I think I would do a, po- a podcast on spoken word. Oh, okay, specifically so, yeah. spelling, like telling stories. Uh, no, like spoken word poetry. Oh, okay, like cool. slam poetry. Oh, really? Yeah. I think it's a beautiful medium, and I think it would translate super well into podcasting. Actually, it probably would. All right. Can you please slam poetry me? Please do it. (sighs) I burned it. Come on. I will have to hold off on that, but maybe later. And you call yourself a slam poet. I'm not a slam. I am not a slam poet. I'll admit that right now. Okay, so... um, that that does it. That does the round table and only took forty six minutes. <laughs> Holy cow, that's a record, isn't it? I think it is a record. What was that's it last week? Forty five minutes? <laughs> thirty thirty minutes. But um let's uh quickly sum up in a nutshell how Bonnie got so good at social media. Let, let's uh, let's let's talk about building online influence. Yeah, for Bonnie, a bit. how did you do that? Did you cheat? Yeah. Did you use drugs? Was it something to do with like you know, something you bought off the internet? None of that stuff. Oh. There were no unicorns it, involved. There were no <laughs> unicorns. Rainbows. No I knew it. It was kumbaya. the rainbow. Double rainbows. I Excellent. don't talk about hot what does it mean? yoga. I don't talk about walking my dog. I didn't see Who all I these. Had? I didn't see all these open-ended questions either coming from you. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, if you could that, only see her pained face. That yeah. makes oh, my let me take brain a hurt. <laughs> I'm a business blogger. I'm in business for myself. No, and for I'm in business for my customers. I solve problems. 
you don't want me to ask questions all the time. You want me to have answers. Ah, very I, good. I see these people, and truly, it's from like five years ago in internet marketing. Are you finally like, you know, get on the clue train? Don't ask stupid questions. Is the sky blue? What's what your would you do if, and how would that make you feel? Hang on, that sounds um, just like our show. I know. <laughs> would you, truly, would you hire somebody who just asked you questions? You hire somebody because they're going to solve a problem. Mm, Get off you your high horse, Bonnie. Oh, or that will listen. Yes. That's what, I mean, when you get down the essence of it and you listen, read it again and again, and nobody ever gets it. It's all about listening. You listen, you listen, you listen, and then you know what? You listen some more, and then you listen, and you listen, and 15 months goes by, and you're still listening, and then, after you've done all you that- You solve the problem. When you speak, yes. you actually know what the fuck you're talking about, right? Well, there so is that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, so knowing your stuff, solving problems. You mentioned last week that it's important to have big numbers too. So how do, how do you get the big numbers? Uh, basically, you follow, you start, the, I give you this tip, you mm. follow the, a thought, a people a thought leader follows mm. because they've put a filter on it for you. So you find a, a niche, whatever it's going to be, um, you know, wine importer, whatever it is, and you look and see who they're following, and then you go out and you follow people. You put out good content. If you're following Jane Smith, and she's a, um, a wine importer, then I would talk, uh, I would retweet the thought leader that you're, take, you're that harvesting. You're, targeting, you're harvesting yeah. from their followers. And it's, yeah. that's the same as saying, you know, I know Jane Smith, I met her at the whatever. Okay. So, so, so when it comes down to Bonnie, you're saying size matters. Size oh. always matters. <laughs> but it does this time. Oh, it's a myth. Come I on. I think Marcel would agree with you on that, too. I, uh, I, I would agree. Marcel, would um, you agree that size also matters oh, as well? Oh, ab- absolutely. Ken, why would you say that's a myth? Like, what, what say do you have in this? <laughs> absolutely none. I'm just I think with Bonnie you. being, you know, number 28 in, you know, Forbes in top 50 social media power influencers. Let's not bring numbers her into words. the game. Yeah. <laughs> No, okay. it's no. that's just a matter of, of numbers. So the other thing that has set me apart is I measure everything. I was a system engineer in another life. You measure everything. Easy more you, so. you wanna know how many retweets you got if you're on Twitter, um, how many people are clicking through. I measure everything. Okay, I Bonnie, document I'm d- I'm, everything. Uh, we get the measuring. What do you measure with? <sighs> Um, the easiest thing is buffer. Sellotape. No, no. You know, and, oh. The easiest thing is buffer, and I schedule everything. Really? You can measure with buffer? You can. How do you do that, Bonnie? <gasps> you click on the analytics tab. They have an analytics tab? <laughs> they do. I know. Tell me about this amazing buffer. Who will be our, our sponsor soon? I just <laughs> <laughs> So no, buffer is pretty cool. For those of yeah, you I can just d- see the bunker project brought to you well, by Chrome and their buffer and their app buffer. We, we, yeah, we could call it the buffer project. Oh, buffer, uh, <laughs> buffer actually uh, is pretty cool. But I have a question. It's the easiest one to use, right? It is. Oh, I kid you, an idiot. You can use it, and that's why I use it. They, they got bought by Chrome. No, it's, no, it's no. a Chrome. It's a Chrome extension. It, Chrome you extension. Can, yeah. Well, no, yeah, there work, is a Chrome extension, it, but it's it works not, on Firefox. Firefox. It why why work. not get two sponsors? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my question is: so for the buffer stats, yes, uh, I, I tied my Bitly account to yes, I buffer, did too, but I'm getting different stats 
from Buffley, you know my For Buffley Bitly. link. Yeah, and they're different on on Bitly. So I'm wondering is well, what the difference is, and there's a significant difference. Like when I tweeted about your um, uh, top twenty, I got a ton of uh, of clicks. In I got twenty six hundred clicks on my um, uh, Butley, Bit or my Buffley, Bitly. Buffley. <laughs> but yeah. in my in my buffer stats, I had like twenty six hundred um, yeah. uh, clicks, but in my Bitly, I had like more than that. But then I saw that okay, it said global feed. Yeah, so 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 then uh, I noticed like in mine it was drastically less than that. So I'm wondering what is going on there. I don't know, and I don't care. And the reason, you just, just a minute. The reason that I don't care is it's relative. Okay. Mm. So. Did I get more yesterday than I did today? Did I have a, you know, so yeah. I don't care about the numbers. I just care. Is it, you know, uh, am I moving up? Did I get a big drop? You know, I got zero. Uh, oh, okay. People who you know, through. You know, that, that, you know, that's uh, a good I, point. I'm going to jump in here. That's a very, very good point. You know, all our newbie listeners and stuff like that, the people that are that getting into all the social media stuff, it's not. It's kind of like losing weight. If you go, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm 68 kilos today, and then you go, oh, I'm 60, 60.2 kilos, like 45 minutes later. And, then I, you know, if you're measuring too much or it's like, how many followers do I have to? I have 14 followers. Now I've got 17 followers. Now I've got 16 followers. Now I've got 15 followers. And like in a day, that's ridiculous. You've got to look at the long span. So yep. Bonnie, what is it? Six months, eight months, a year? To to monitor, to get starting to get accurate demographics. Oh, no, you should... I've been doing it for a while. No, I, I think probably in two to three weeks, you should have some idea. So you should be tweaking every two to three weeks, basically. Yeah. All right. And don't tweak. I, I don't think so that's good advice. What? To tweak every two to three weeks, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh. I you think I, it should I, be I, every, I, every few hours? We tweak them all the time. <laughs> no, that, that's even worse. <laughs> no, I, and only change one thing at a time. Yes, brilliant. Especially if you're a newbie, because if you change five things and suddenly it goes through the roof. Or the opposite. Yes. Um, I mean, that's cool. Then you can sort of live with the fact that now you've got, you know, 300,000 people or whatever. But if it starts going down, then you don't know what truly affected it. Yeah, exactly. You have That's no the control. only part of being a good programmer that I know. Well, I, th I think the whole thing about it that, that, that a lot of people don't get about social media and, and the communities and stuff like that, yes, if you listen, blah, 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 but it's all about the analytics, looking what's happening, see where you're spiking, and then analyzing. What did I talk about that day? Like I've got the, you know, I do my business book podcast and... I had this massive spike, ridiculous. So it went right through my ceiling. It totally screwed up my graphs. Actually. Yeah, you should rebrand. You should call it that. The Business what? Book Bobcast. Yeah, Bobcast. <laughs> ah, thank you. But really, it's, it's, I look at it, and, and then I call the guy. I said, well, you know, what did you do? And he said, oh, I, I just let everybody... And he's got 350,000 people on Twitter. Yep. It's like, ah, that's why. So at least I know what was happening. So now I do a shout-out every show after the show. It's like, hey, please put this on your Twitter because you never know. Yeah. I keep... Um, uh, I have a, an Excel spreadsheet mm -hmm. with... M mostly with my buffer... Um, uh, my buffer stats because... Now I have a pretty good understanding of what's going on. And I do the same thing. I go in back and find out what's, what I'm doing right and do more of it. So, so are you doing that manually or can you automate it? Uh, I haven't figured out a way to no, manually. I had to export it. Eh? So you're actually like uh, crunching no, numbers. I, 
um, I'm pretty good at cutting and pasting, mm. and I do it while I'm I have three computers, so I can cut and paste and do two other things yeah, at the same exactly. time. Exactly. Okay. Usually, I'm uh, watching. Um, some kind of uh, movie of cards, or yeah. something on another. I was going to say pornography, but yeah, well, that was just so easy. No, she goes down to, to Washington it. for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, please. All right. So we finished the round table so we can start the show. All right. So I think. 48 uh, minutes into the show. Is there, any other, is there any other like hot tips on how to, how to build influence online that you want to close off before we move yeah. on? Yeah. Uh, don't buy followers. Come don't buy followers. Oh, don't yeah. Buy followers. Because they're just cheap. Now, define <coughs> no. buying followers. Do you mean. Well, legit? usually you're I'm buying, you're buying robots when you do that, right? Okay. Yeah. Can you, can, but can you reward followers? Say, hey, I've got an iMac. You follow me. I'll give you an iMac. Is that the same thing or different? Yeah, I don't like the cost of acquisition. For you want authentic followers who actually want to follow you, not people that are following you because you bribed them or paid them or. What about safety bags? You know that could save your lungs and well, you can die. Well, there's that. Yeah, I'll be given. I don't away think they're going to be quick. very interactive followers. Yeah. Yeah. Kinda, they kind of just lay there. Yeah. Well, I know I have a Cement Weekly. It could be a good one. <laughs> hey, here we are, Cement Weekly. Ma, how's your granite doing? I who tell wants you. a follower that just lays there? Okay, so, <laughs> uh, so we got one two way, dead followers tonight. Um, a really good way to engage your community is you retweet anybody who retweets you. Mm. So if they retweet you, I've got a list at the end of the day. Oh. I go, I know it is so simple. Come on. I go in there. You know what? I bet you 40% are not retweetable. All they're doing <laughs> is retweeting somewhere, someone else. I found that. I'm thinking, hey, they've retweeted me a few times. I'm going to go in and retweet them. And it's like, what I the can't br- find anything, uh, an uh, uh, actual post of theirs to retweet. Uh, Stop I making know. fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... The, that's the, so so, I, so you, you kind of follow the... Uh, or very similar to Guy uh, Kiyosaki's philosophy, right? Guy yes. Kiyosaki, yeah. Because yeah. he says that uh, all these social media... Um, consultants that are saying you know you got to ask questions you you don't want to link to put too many links out there <gasps> and he says no i put a link out in every single post me too how are you gonna how are you gonna measure oh i'm a link yeah. nut but then i'm always blasting i i don't get, I'm, the, I'm the worst twitter but also too okay what do you get across in 140 characters um okay an idea but with you know you know 100 characters and a link to an awesome article not yeah. always yours but just good content yeah. that you're you curation, know, that curation that yeah. is something worth clicking okay on. but come on i live in kitsilano and i think everybody in the whole world is really interested when i take a hot, hot yoga class Oh, in Kitsilano? Are you uh, kidding? Have you no, been to those I classes? Just, oh, my I God. I just came back the from runs a, to from die a for. hot Holy yoga crap. class. Oh, the I'm women. Interested. Oh, and I'm taking pictures, if taking you're gay, pictures of my food. Will blow your mind. <laughs> you know, that's a woman's ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> I tell you. All right, cro- so that now. That is the cross-platform. So oh, I think probably we might have time left for James. Yeah, now Oh, but only two minutes. Oh, oh. Theme song, theme song. Oh. Yeah. With Jane. I killed him, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Gin with James. Oh, yeah, get my oh. oh, yeah, I got a mic. Hey, Thank we actually God. had callback caller feedback for Gaming with James. No. Yeah, let's uh, see who is Get rid of that bum. Who is who this? Could let's see. Let's see who could it be? Who could it be? Question mark. Now. My cousin's 
one of the art directors or something on a game called Thief. Just wondering what you think about that. And also I heard about this, a couple of other games that were kind of cool. Bioshock or something like that and Journey. Let me know what you think of those games. Anyways, I'll talk to you later, Maven. Bye. Bye, Norm. Bye, Norm. <laughs> so... Thief. A game. Oh, Thief, yeah. Thief was a great game. It was one of the better uh, stealth genre games uh, to ever come out. So cool. It what was, does it was, stealth mean? What does stealth mean? This, like is, this stealth is why we bomber? can't have nice things. <laughs> microphone. Hey, Bob, Bob, you got to move over uh, over there to the political yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Thief was a pretty good game. Uh, it's an older game, but uh, it was really focused on stealth elements, and it was, it was quite positive. Um, so his friend, his... Uh, yeah, his cousin. Cousin, cousin was the uh, art director there. Was an art director, yeah. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, it was very moody, so he probably had a big hand in doing that because <laughs> he's the art director. Uh, as far as Bioshock goes, uh, it's been getting so many good reviews and is amazing. So why wouldn't you like that game? And Journey is one of the only games you can play that has absolutely no talking in it. Ah. So, so Journey is amazing. Uh, because it's a landscape that you're exploring, and uh, when you want to talk to other people, um, you actually no, it's not even talking. It's um, signals, so it's a sound. Texting. Yeah, it's a sound. <laughs> so there's no there's no auditory. So cool. it's big with teenagers. And you, don't, and you don't actually find out who these people are until after you finish the game. It shows you all the gamer tags that you played. No, so I want that game so bad. Yeah, it's a PS3 game exclusive. Uh, it's done oh, by. Damn it! I is don't have is one the of twist those. that they're deaf people? Is that the twist? Uh, I, I don't want to ruin it for you. But <laughs> Night Shyamalan. It, yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, it's like it's like you're the person that killed everybody. <laughs> oh, oh, damn! damn. I, I hit that red but, button too many times. Yeah, I mean those games are all really good. Uh, Bioshock has been getting crazy, crazy amounts of coverage. This is Bioshock Two. Bioshock Infinite, hey, well, what is it, which is three technically. Oh, okay, fine. But doesn't Infinite. hold anything to any of the other and games. Hang on, I played Bioshock one, mm -hmm. right? And then that was that, like the little girl, the little girls, and yeah, the crazy yeah, yeah. powers. Oh, I couldn't get past. Same level thing as 14. Bioshock Infinite. So, so Bioshock Two was Infinite, right? No, Bioshock Two was Bioshock Two. All right, and and so so what's the difference between so, is the rails? Because I thought rails had brought on the the second one. So so uh, one of the better um, reviewers that I've heard talk about Bioshock is the fact that. Instead of you getting to the party and it's already over and you could see the aftermath, you're already at the party and you're the one causing the shit. So that's the way he oh, explained it. That's better than Angry Birds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's better than Angry Birds. Uh, we're going to have to see what happens with the Angry Birds TV show. That'll be one of the more interesting oh, cool. things. So, uh, oh. James, I have something to contribute to. Uh, no. James. Legit. So uh, Byron just asked me if Defiance is something worth uh, bringing up, and you're into games, yeah, so Defiance I ought to bring similar. up Defiance. Yeah, Defi um, that was a good game. Yeah, have you watched the show? What do you think? Oh, uh, oh, you're talking about the TV show Defiance. Or the game. Sorry, I was Actually, thinking Dishonored. I totally Byron screwed talk, up. See what happens. One sec. So, so what they're talking about is actually a show on Showcase right now, which is a show called Defiance, and you can play a massively multiplayer online game. Which I love the show, but I'm not a gamer, so I'm curious to know what you think. Um, it's a usual RPG, but uh, apparently, oh my god, there's Angry Birds gummies. I know. <laughs> it's a present oh from, my god. from Number yeah. Crunchers to Bonnie. Oh, what? Yes. No. From Number Crunchers to Bonnie? 
Yes. Yeah. It's to them. celebrate. I've been sending. I've been sending Randall stuff to Number Crunchers too. I don't get any Angry Birds gummies. Because <laughs> you, you never talk about Angry Birds. You're not Birds. on Forbes. Oh, that's right. I guess yeah. yeah You're gonna you have to suck up to Forbes. somebody. Yeah. Might as well do it on the Forbes person. Yeah. Uh, I just want to ask something about like these Angry Bird gummies. Yeah. Um, it still blows my mind how Angry Birds is just a flash game. Or was like a, just a simple game, and I remember Angry Birds' predecessor was called Crash the Castle. Yeah, like that was an awesome flash game. Mm-hmm. But like, or artillery, I, there was artillery. Yeah, it had, had like games, yeah. trebuchets and you know catapults, and you would shoot yeah. rocks at castles and actually yeah. kill people, not birds and pigs and whatever. Yeah, I, mean, I remember. I think it really hit me one day. I was in a craft store and I saw Angry Birds ribbon, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how big is this going to get? Are we going to get like an Angry Birds feature film? There is an Angry there Birds is. film like, coming Like out. 3D, IMAX. Yeah. There will be. Yep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there will be. Like, okay. Scary. You remember how like Legit. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles back for us was like a big deal? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of the same thing. Oh, my gosh. Because yeah. it's like, it's acceptable. It's a family-oriented thing. I mean, you're pigs. You don't see any violence. It's it, You're just crashing into things. It's like they and disappear. They, uh, and they got Star Wars. Yeah, but, and now yeah, they have daily the pigs, rewards? The pigs mock you. Yeah, the pigs do mock you. Yeah. And the birds make funny noises. And the yeah. birds make hilarious noises. Kids, I'm the kids cool. love funny noises. Well, yeah, I find it's often hard to predict exactly what ends up taking taking off. Not that's, really. That's what she yeah. said. That's, thank you. <laughs> uh, like uh, That's why Harry Potter still occasionally kind of blows my mind, considering that I was, uh, as a kid, uh, I ended up reading a lot of sort of did you live under the stairs with your uncle? <laughs> no, but 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 I was. He's now dead. But I ended up reading a lot of boy wizard stories. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting that none of those took off, but Harry Potter that came later ended up being the one. Which it's all about it's, it is about timing, and I mean, um, if you know the story of J.K. Rowling, you know she was in a car, living out of a car. While she was writing that book, I mean, that's it, it is about timing and it's about knowing your audience and and the accessibility of the characters. That isn't Harry Potter isn't necessarily the same as like boy wizard stories. Usually, there's a reason that Superman took off the way he did back in the day, and Captain and that America is because he could fly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Captain Captain America started off as propaganda. And he was Canadian. He was. No. It did. Yeah. Yeah, Captain it was. America was. Totally Captain America propaganda. was propaganda back yeah. in the day. Superman's not really Canadian. He's um, Superman Can- was drawn by Canadians. Canadians say Superman's Canadian, so Canadians can feel better about themselves. Hey, <laughs> Superman is Canadian. He though. left the country Where? when he was like five or something, right? Where? I mean, no, Canada. No, it's true. It's like Canada's like the Hotel Wait. California. Like you can never leave, right? <laughs> he, like you're always Canadian. He only left because he couldn't get any work in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he he left because he was he, he the guy that made Superman yeah. did leave Can- Canada, but yeah, but like and he was like a child. Right? Hang on, he was How writing was for the he? Huntington oh. Post, wasn't he? <laughs> Dude, do you not? Watch Canadian Heritage Minutes. He was not five years old. No, that's okay. That, 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 like that commercial no, aired was, for seven like, freaking years or you know more. What, you know what, like like if you can't watch that commercial and recite it word for word, you should get your citizenship revoked. <laughs> God damn it! Hey, you know that was almost as good as you know my favorite gaming with James line is. If you're going to bring a stripper home to <laughs> meet your parents, you better make sure she's fiscally minded and forward thinking. <laughs> That's true, though. I mean, you know. <laughs> but like, 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 okay, Superman totally is Canadian, right? Like, it's just the way it is. He's he Canadian, was from a, Toronto. A Canadian, the guy was from Toronto. A Canadian artist, yeah. but like the writer wasn't Canadian. And the publisher wasn't Canadian. Because Canada didn't have comic books back then. 
Well, I had them a couple of years later. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that was stupid. the Hudson okay. Bay Company I, I banning. A, yeah. that thing. <laughs> no, I have to ask a comic book hot button question. All right. Um, all right. So if you're like, yay, Iron Man three. <laughs> actually, my question was Canadian yay, Iron Man three question mark. Thank you. James. Yeah. <laughs> no, could you please answer that? Um, what? Le- yay, Iron Man three question mark. Um, <laughs> legit though. Uh, so if you're siding with, hey, Superman's an American, despite all the whole copyright issue thing, He's I'm not, not even a... with American. I'm not talking to you, James. I'm talking to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's called Gaming right. with James, yeah. dick. All right, <laughs> it's, not, it's not comics with Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear what you're saying. Wait, Go. Yeah, Go. Yeah. Go. Uh, my Fine. question is, uh, Stanley, Steve, Ditko, uh, whose side are you on as far as who came up with shit? Um, I think that in most cases, I'm against Stan Lee. Uh, I think that he's coming to town next week. You're gonna tell him about that. <laughs> hey, does he have a music store here in Vancouver? <laughs> That's Tom. That's no, Tom's I, I brother. That's his Steve brother. Ditko. I think in, in that case, I'm, all, I'm more Tom. likely to be on Stan Lee's side, just because Steve Ditko is insane. They're both kind of insane. I mean, that guy. The reason Stan Lee started creating insanely Marvel insanely wealthy. Can we have him? <laughs> well, okay. So, so well, Stan could be seen on so, that. So, he is so one of the motivations. Yeah, I can being that kind of insane. Yeah. Can we yeah. have him on the bunker? Call me crazy. Stan Lee. He's coming Stan next Lee. week. He'll do anything. Uh, okay, so Let's there was. But, there but here's was. the thing. Like Stan Lee, when he was like him and Jack Kirby, when they're coming up with characters, he wanted to expose kids to science. That was one of the reasons for a lot of the characters they have, was to use advanced science con- concepts to get kids involved. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> if you didn't know that, just yeah, but was, uh, yeah, but it's really bad science. I don't know. There's a lot of stuff that they. Have. <laughs> I think <laughs> kids should know about kryptonite. There was one <laughs> more, uh, James. There was one more question. Bob, that was okay. DC. and we're gonna that, close that off that gaming with James with this with question. Stanley. Sure. Now he was gonna send voicemail feedback, but he he forgot. Uh, uh, it was somebody that I was talking to earlier today. Oh, but uh, his question was, and I'm gonna totally screw it up, but I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna get the game. As long as you get the game up. right. So yeah. I don't remember the game. Yeah. But I remember the question. And he's playing, he's playing a game that's in beta right now, and he ended up, uh, so he, he got the game. Yeah. He's playing it, and he, he, there's a founder's uh, option, so yep. you can pay $50 in a in-game purchase to become a founder of the game. Oh. And so he paid 50 bucks because he wanted to support the game. And his question was, do you think that this is going to happen more often? It already games? is. And is it going to cause the initial price of purchasing the game to come to fall, to come down? Because now they're going to focus on getting more of the game out there. Just like Mar- Marcel said a couple episodes ago, that people want to get their content out there. So why not give it out for free and then you'll make well, money in the long run in other ways? That's yeah, not quite what I was saying, but. Well, I was kind of what I was saying. Never mind. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, I mean, prices of games are going to be falling for sure. Uh, we'll have to see with the next Xbox and PS4 what exactly the standard is for it. But with a lot of companies, free-to-play models are the ones to go with, and crowdfunding has become very successful. So you okay. got a lot of video games on Kickstarter that you can pay, you know, twenty-five dollars, and you're in the beta, and you also get your name in the credits eventually. So it, I don't know if it causes the games to cause cost more, but it allows fans that really support the companies to put their money where their mouth is. I have, I have cool. kind of a gaming question. Um, with Veronica Mars, we're seeing this big thing where it's like, holy shit, like I crowds actually Mars. funded a movie and they surpassed the two million goal and yeah, they, they surpassed the, shit the stretch goal of five million. Um, so my question is, has Kickstarter been around with video games longer than with movies? No. Nope. Because you're talking about it like it's a thing that's kind of around. Well, I mean, I've so I'm a little different. I've been following this stuff for quite a few years. 
Um, and Veronica Mars is the first feature film from a major publication to actually get financing like that, right? Like a TV show that was dead and buried to yes. come back from the ashes that actually had creative control, which is amazing. Instead of some fan being like, I want to buy the license, which you see a lot on Kickstarter, which is stupid. <laughs> and you're like, that's great. You, got, you want a million dollars to buy a license, oh. but it's going to cost you way more than that. Like there's guys that want to make Homeworld. And it's like, well, you don't own the license. Sega owns the license. Well, that's my question. I mean, with video games, do they uh, pull this kind of shit more often than movies or no? Well, I mean, they really saw a spike in it last year with Double Fine getting their game, Double Fine Adventures, uh, really kickstarted. And then you started to see a lot of the old guys come out of the woodwork being like, hey, uh, we're going to do a Leisure Suit Larry game or we're going to put on the retro grasses. So, I mean, video games... Uh, seem to take advantage of this concept a little bit more than the movie makers or the TV shows because they actually have the licenses to the intellectual property, and that seems to be the differentiating factor. So if you own the licenses, yeah, you probably go ahead with it as long as your fan base is strong. Veronica Mars, I would have never guessed. I mean, I knew people loved it, but, (laughs) you know. I I think it's $5 million. Like, they raised so much money in the first... 24 hours that just blew me away. Well, I mean, part of it was the hype storm. Something like this had never quite been done. Nope. I think we're going to see a lot more of this in the next five years. But with video games, um, basically what I'm wondering, like, so it's kind of been established that this kind it's of me. thing can go on. They can kind of raise crowd funds. Yeah. To, yeah. Is, is it like a big thing in the video game industry or well, I don't even know what I'm talking about? No, 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 no. It is, it is a big thing. I mean, a lot of people are looking into the crowdfunding thing, but it's hard because you get to have a little bit of burnout after enough uh, times because people can only support so many different investments, right? Like you only have so much money that is disposable. So even though you want to support like three or four projects back to back to back, you might not have the funds to support that. So you have to, you know, pick and choose. And I think that people enjoy Kickstarter, but they might just experience a little bit of burnout if everybody keeps asking for money. All right. My response is cool. (laughs) Cool. All right. One last question for Game with James, and it's kind of a crossover question between Gaming with James and Crazy TV Talk. <laughs> the Xbox HD, Big is, Brother's uh, awesome. Coming out, they're, they're coming out with. Uh, they want to revive the show Heroes and bring it to Xbox HD. What do you think? Fuck yeah, go. Which one of us are we talking to? Both. Both of you. Okay, Heroes was an unmitigated disaster from beginning to end, and <laughs> oh. so I'm very excited that they're like, we have a property. And we're going to like bring it back regardless of who will sign on. And we're going to do it on the cheap. And we're just going to fucking do it. And part of me is kind of like, what, what, what is the point of this? And part of me is kind of intrigued. But uh, I, I, I don't know how I feel about it, honestly. Heroes is kind of a disaster. And they're literally saying, we don't care who's signing on. We're just going to reboot it with whoever we can get and then throw in a bunch of new people and whatever. It's, it's interesting. I don't know. Might be good. Might be a disaster. It'll know. probably be a disaster. Do you think they could get Hayden uh, Pantier back? I doubt it. No. All right, so that was Game with James. Game with James. Follow me at Twisted underscore Magic. James, you sound questions. so excited. Gaming with James. Yeah. Gaming. Game. Yeah. All right, back All to the right. show. Back to oh, the that's show. That's amazing. Everything's at warp, man. We have warp hey. capabilities. This show. Did yeah. you guys hear that Twitter's making a big announcement on Good Morning America tomorrow? Yeah, it's about Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, Bonnie, wait. Bonnie blew up Twitter. <laughs> it's about their TV. Give it to her. It's about yeah, their TV. Say, oh, we got Bonnie on the show. It's like, yeah, oh, you're not the Twitter girl. Oh America shit! Because it's with NBC, not ABC. <laughs> is is huh? Twitter finally coming out? Out of the closet, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Twitter is gay. It came here first. All right. 
Thanks for listening to another Crazy Bunker Project podcast, episode number 136. Uh, that's good. Good uh, number two show. Actually, it was a, it was pretty together for a number two show. Oh, I mean, God, yeah. I mean, it's wow. embarrassingly together, in fact. And uh, we got a lot of voicemail feedback in the last couple of shows, so keep them coming. One eight seven seven six three six one four seven four. It's a toll free number. You can call from anywhere in the world. And don't and forget to mail us join beer. Join the conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's a reference to Craig Griffiths, our friend down under, who sent us a beer in episode. Yeah, where the hell has he been? That lazy bastard. Oops, he's been doing. <laughs> Sorry, pod- he's one of our it's biggest sponsors. Working. He's been doing podcasts. <laughs> and by the way, I just to wanted to say beer. that Norm sent a couple feed voicemail feedbacks to uh, Crazy TV Talk. I did. I know. Wait, how but have we not capitalized on the Norm? Oh, I'm just being we a lazy did. bastard. We did. here. Oh. So I'll send I'm you so the, guilty. I'll send you the email. All right, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Au revoir. Same bunker time. Bye. Same, same bunker, bunker, bunker. station. Au revoir. Bye. Bye. Bye, Ken. Okay, that was surprisingly civilized. I know. What's I know. wrong? Thank you. So That's disappointing. Know you guys. You're not like so shy. No, there was hardly any effort.